Welcome to ICA Podcast 9. The goal of ICA Podcast 9 is to provide insightful information about the industry to members and non-members of Intercoiffure America Canada, the voice for salon owners. Each week we'll bring business, educational and inspirational topics to aid anyone with ties to the beauty industry. We will have a revolving series of hosts pulling from industry leaders as hosts and guests to keep things lively and interesting and make you wonder what's coming next. Now, here's this week's edition of ICA Podcast 9. I want to welcome everybody to the ICA Podcast 9. And today we have such a, an amazing person. And uh, I've, I've just had uh, so many conversations with her and fallen in love with her, not only because she's a member of Intercoffee America Canada, but also because she's got such a passion for life and for the industry and for the people that she touches. So Katie, I would like for you to tell us about how you got in the industry, a little about yourself, where you're located, and uh, then we'll get into what you're going to be doing in the future. Hey, everybody, and hello, Sheila. I'm so happy to be here with you and the Interfere community. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm thrilled to share a little bit about myself. I am the founder of Meet Your Inc. That is the mother to three and almost four beauty industry brands. The three are Meet Your Stylist, Meet Your Barber. Coming soon is Meet Your Estee. And we are working on a really exciting adventure with the salon people in Florida to create Meet Your Aveda Artist. So there's a lot going on over here. Um, it all started actually uh, as me being a salon owner. So I got into the industry in, I believe, 2005. It gets, when it gets that long, I, I struggle to remember, when did I start? Do I count beauty school? You know, so... Um, I started off as a hairstylist, but I was never the strongest technician. I was, I was good, but I was better at communication, sales, and marketing, and just building, ultimately building relationships. So when I started off as a hairstylist, I quickly grew into um, the opportunity to be an independent contractor right at the same, actually, salon that I started at. That was their business model. I, of course, wouldn't necessarily recommend that today um, in a single location to have both commission stylists and rental stylists, but I know that sometimes happens and that's where I started out. And having that taste of ownership by being an independent contractor really led to those next steps of, do I want to get into my own booth rental space? Because at that point, I just had uh, not a lot of room for the amount of demand that I had built up. So I was double and triple booked and I just needed uh, more room. I needed an assistant and that just wasn't an opportunity that was available to me. But I love the owner and I talked through things with her. And after giving her a 60 day notice, I ventured off to start my first salon because booth rental just wasn't for me. My heart was really after being a part of a team and being around others so I started Be Inspired Salon in Madison, Wisconsin in 2010. We started off in 750 square feet with just a team of two stylists and then grew that now into our new location that we've been in almost three years here um, to a team of 22 pre-COVID. 
and a 14 station, 2,500 square foot salon, um, beautiful dream build out, like the whole, the whole thing. Now, none of that really could have come true as quickly as it had without our just marketing machine and system, which is meet your stylist, you know, for our salon. And so my kind of, I guess, superpowers per se in this industry is really understanding the power of marketing and how um, do to operation systems and processes that you have at your salon really uh, aid in those marketing initiatives. And so growth of team members, growth of revenue, all stemming from marketing is really a strength of mine and a gift and I just enjoy it. So now I'm just- Let me interrupt you for a second because I think you've hit on something that's really valuable that I want everybody to hear this because we have a lot of the students and also people who've just gotten out uh, of the uh, school system into independent contracting. The value of a team, um, I, I want you to hit on a little bit more. And the other thing is your marketing. How did you market yourself to uh, start work, working with double, uh, triple booking? So um, those are the two things I don't want you to steer off away. I want you to talk about that right now so then we can then catch up, okay? So team environment versus uh, just by yourself? And then also, how did you market yourself when you were in that team environment? Well, to speak into the team topic, if you ask anybody that you admire, how did they get to where they are? They will tell you they could not have done it by themselves. It just is the way it is. So anytime you achieve great things, that can never be accomplished with your solo effort. So you have to surround yourself with really great people who may be the other piece of the puzzle that you don't have just naturally built within yourself. And just having that team environment where other people genuinely want to see you succeed and you wanna see them succeed, that was a huge mission that I had in opening the salon as well as providing advanced education on a regular basis. So something that we've done really since the beginning is we've brought in guest experts every single month we have advanced education and every single year we have two major uh, industry either influencers or educators come into our salon to educate our team for example this year we're bringing jay ladner to our salon as well as nubia suarez who is the founder of rezo so mm -hmm. The third reason I opened the salon, you know, besides team and education truly is to help stylists earn their worth. And that's not easy to do on your own because it's a lot easier to say, I've been promoted and it's this special honor within a salon versus personally letting a guest know that your prices have increased. That can be a, a challenge for a lot of stylists. So over time, individual stylists see that inflation goes up, their prices and expenses go up with their products. And, and their income does not reflect that. It actually goes down. And when you have 30% attrition, which means every year about 30% of your clients that you've built up will leave, you have to be a marketing machine for yourself uh, and in order to maintain even the same level of income that you had at your busiest height. So it's hard. It's an ongoing, you're going to wear multiple hats. Well, when you're with a team, other people wear those hats for you. So I, I like to think of teams sometimes in sports analogies. 
So I'll say basketball. Um, you on your team, you're going to have your point guard, you're going to have your wing, your center, your forward, everybody plays their part. If everybody plays their part, then as a team, you can win. So when you kind of have that team of people around you who are really special in different ways, then you all rise together. And I'm just really passionate about maintaining that team environment. Um, helping everybody earn their worth by keeping up on making sure our prices really reflect the value of experiences and services that are provided at our salon. And of course, that education piece. As far as when I was building my own clientele, goodness, it's going to take a minute for me to think about all the little things, but marketing campaigns were definitely uh, a huge, I just, that's me naturally. So I had my own kind of referral program that the company approved for me to run for myself. Um, and a huge part of me building a clientele was joining a local networking group. So I was this young, you know, 24 year old joining this business networking group and it was called Business Networking International. Okay, I show up, I have no clue at the time what it means to be an estate planning attorney. I thought, oh, you're a lawyer. They're all, people are just lawyers or they're doctors. I had no clue that there were separate types of lawyers and there were different types of insurance agents and there were different types of contracted employees in different industries. Like it was mind blowing for me because I didn't take that traditional four-year school um, education path. So to me, that was my education. I was learning from people in every type of industry, finance, wealth management, all that. And I was thirsty. I was like a sponge. Not only learning from them was huge for my development as just a professional, but I was earning their business and their respect and they were willing to send their colleagues, family and friends to me to get their hair done. So that was really a game changer for me is when I joined a networking group. And, and for any of you who are wondering if you are capable of that, just show up, do your best. And guess what? Though the people in the group are going to be your biggest cheerleaders because they're going to see that you're thirsty and wanting to grow and learn. And they're going to just take care of you, love on you and, and help you grow up in a whole new way. So just take that leap and try something new. I love that. You know, it is true when you go in with the right attitude. Uh, my mother used to tell me the only thing that you have absolute control over in your life is your attitude. <laughs> and that's true. You go in with the right attitude and, and positive, then the other people will see that energy that you have and, and the desire to be better. And people just reach out and help you. Don't you find that's true most all the time? Well, I love that. You have a smart mother. And yes, attitude is everything. One of our salon values is a positive attitude. And haven't we seen how important that decision is to make during the last year and a half that we've gone through? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's a whole different topic, right? <laughs> yeah. But so tell me right now uh, where you are in the salon on, and your businesses. Obviously, you everybody took a hit the last year and a half, and we have all been able to see how resilient we are and how creative we are and uh, also how important it is to network with one another. So uh, with all that said, because I know that so many of us have spoken about that and that's been the topic for the last year, but expand a little bit on it. Something really special that happened to you uh, that 
maybe wasn't the norm of everybody else uh, over the last year and a half? And then where has that taken you? That obstacle that you turned into um, a challenge and then into a absolute uh, win. Well, Meet Your Inc., you know, is a marketing company who serves salons throughout Canada and the U.S. And so when things happened throughout the U.S. with salons and even Canada, we wanted to make a, a company decision that we would give grace to salons while they're shut down. So you, we just kind of put it out there. Hey, you don't need one more burden right now. I know what you're feeling. I know that you're stressed. And so we did not charge during those times, nor did we come back at later when they opened and were able to open. We didn't come back and say, Hey, you owe us. Like that was just not something that we wanted to do because I think that's a super uh, important aspect of what we bring to the table is we know what it's like to be a salon owner and, and work with the team and feel scared about the unknowns of what's happening right now. So that challenge turned into an opportunity for just opening the door for helping salons with additional services such as social media or email marketing campaigns and even website design help. We would not probably have been positioned or viewed as that um, kind of aid or company to work with salons in that way had we not gone through such a painful period. And I think they're just extreme appreciation for the way we worked with them throughout that period um, helped us earn their trust in, you know, gaining new referrals and being advocates for Meet Your Inc. and Meet Your Stylist and whatnot. As far as the salon goes, this was a hundred percent the hardest year in business ever. Um, I had mentioned pre-COVID that we had a team of 22 we lost over half of our team to either booth rental or many just got out of the business all together on both sides, stylists and um, guest services and management. And it was the most painful piece out of financials. Of course, when people leave, you're scared. How is this going to financially impact us? I mean, right. I, I think it's the closest I've ever been to feeling like this is a walkout. Every couple weeks or once a month, I'd, I'd get the call. I dread looking at who's calling me and for what reason I would dread opening my emails and seeing what's happening next. But outside of the fear of the financials, my biggest pain point with all of that is just the feeling of rejection. When you feel like you love these people, like they are an extent, like they're extended family members, like your cousins, your uncle, like when you have that kind of care and relationship with your team, that hurts. So I had to really sit back and, and have that eye-opening moment where it's like, okay, it's not about you, Katie. They are making their own decisions based on what they're, where they're at and what they believe right now. And you cannot control that. So it's like you said earlier, what can you control? And attitude is one of them. I also made the decision personally to remove distractions. For me, that meant um, taking my first social media sabbatical ever. <laughs> so if anybody here remembers when MySpace came out, I mean, that's when I got on social media and I have never left since. And so December of 2020 is when I said, I need to get out of here. And, and not have distractions. 
Um, I also paused the production of our podcast, Beyond the Technique, which has been like a beloved passion project of mine. We hit a whopping 400 episodes and produced, you know, we had over 300 guests. I, my education was expedited because of this platform, my ability to network and learn from others. Like it was awesome, but it also was an awesome distraction in regard to it. It took the time I needed to just sit back and think what are going to be the next steps? How are we going to handle all of this? And what I haven't mentioned yet is that my husband who uh, received a degree in electrical engineering, you know, I remember when we were early in our marriage paying off his over $80,000 education, you know, he was committed to that. Uh, once we were debt free, you know, he was growing in his company, he became a senior level embedded engineer, it was awesome, but I was over here running three different beauty brands. And then we had our first child in 2017. So oh. we, and, and Nat, his name is Nash and he's awesome. And he's almost four years old now, but we hit this point in our lives where it's like, you know, something's got to give here because our son is taking the back seat. You know, Anson would help me, my husband in his free time, which meant it was after his work hours. And we made the family decision after many months of discussion that he would step away from corporate America and join the family business and learn um, what it means to be a business owner and an entrepreneur. Well, the Lord works in mysterious ways because February of 2020 is when he left his job. And five weeks later, crap hit the fan. And we were like, oh my gosh, did we make the worst decision ever with you leaving your job? That's our security, right? Well, no, God is good. And he, it was like the best way for him to learn business in less than a year, the best way for him to learn salon industry, everything. We had lost our salon manager. He stepped in to help with inventory management. And we went from having 65 or so grand in inventory down to 30. I mean, he is sharp and gifted in ways that I'm not, and he has been my rock, you know, when it came to dealing with PPP loans and the CARES Act and all the things. He's cleaned everything up administratively, and we've been working just as a power couple together. The Lord opened up an opportunity for us to buy a new home, a dream home in a smaller community outside of the greater Madison area. The property is everything we could have dreamed of for our son, our family dynamic. And who, who knew that in the midst of all this turmoil, that that would be this great, amazing gift that we could step into. And just having him with me and, and learning and growing, it was kind of like, there's no, failure's not an option, but it came with a lot of stress and so the beauty of it, as you asked, you know, what's the obstacle? Tremendous obstacles. Getting into 2021, we're rebuilding the team. We feel like it's better than ever because had Anson not come in to work with me, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to quickly make changes, simplify, automate, really decide what, like, this is the culture we need to have. You know, I wasn't physically around or present the way most salon owners are and were because of the podcast, 
and because of running Meet Your Inc. And so I needed to step back in and eliminate those distractions, including which I didn't mention, even watching the news. I'm like, no matter which platform we watch on, it can really affect us and distract us and, and have an effect on our attitudes. So all of those changes had to be made. I, we needed to go through this painful time period so that we could come out the other side, um, just really focusing on what matters most in, in our family dynamic, in our salon, in our technology company. And that has been actually a true gift at the end of the day, even though, again, I'll say, if you saw me in certain moments of 2020 where I was laying in bed, tears, unshowered, you would be like, girlfriend needs some help. You know, it was not attractive. And so like, it was painful. It was hard. And it's all on me when we're leaders. It's on us. Even though we feel like this is happening to us. Well, there was a reason. Why is this happening? If you're constantly distracted, we may not have those moments to sit back and really reflect on why did this happen? What's my accountability or responsibility in this? How do I take ownership of this? And what are the right things for each company and our family in order to move forward? And so I'm, I'm, I know that was a lot, Sheila, but. Yeah, it was beautifully said. And I think that um, so many people are gonna identify with that because you know that it wasn't just about the pandemic. The pandemic, um, was an outside force, but it made all of us look internally and realize what we were doing, why we were doing it, and who were we doing it for, right? Um, was it for ourselves? Was it for our family? And uh, was it, uh, to me, I have to say that it's been a growth year and a half. You know, as far down as we might have gotten at one time, it was a growth time for most of us. Uh, trying to even if it's just trying to crawl out of the well we were in right but I also I know I'm going to say this and I want you to talk about it because I know how brilliant you are and I know your passion and and uh, your tenacity and your grit all those words that create a strong resilient person but I also know that you're also a woman of faith and uh, you know it's I, I admire that greatly because you you add your faith and what you believe into everything that you do that makes it um, so inspiring for everybody to be around you. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? I absolutely would love to talk about that. Um, I grew up a pastor's child and I was the, you know, wild child. So if you've seen the movie Footloose, I was kind of like that girl. <laughs> I didn't have the red boots. I wish I did. Um, but I was bound and determined to be cool and have fun and not have authority over me. Um, I also struggled and, and continue to struggle, though I, I don't want to like identify as that, but with weight. Okay. So when I entered my late elementary, early junior high years, I started getting made fun of for my weight. Uh, mind you, I was a four sport athlete MVP in softball, starting point guard and basketball, which is where my sports analogies come in. <laughs> but I just had um, a, a weight problem. And instead of shying away or um, 
from when those times where I was kind of made fun of, I really battled people and I became almost a bully in reverse, even if I needed to. And that was mainly to boys, but um, I wanted to stand up for myself and give it right back. But eventually it just made it, it hurt. And I turned to friends outside of my sports kind of group and outside of my musical and choir group. And I turned to friends who I felt accepted me, but they were partiers. And so I lived this wild lifestyle. I partied a lot to the point where I eventually got kicked out of sports and musicals because I had five underage drinking tickets growing up. And, and even to sit and talk about it seems crazy because um, I feel pretty responsible these days, but I needed to get out of my little town where everybody knew me and I moved to what I considered the big city of Madison, Wisconsin, which if you know, it's not a big city, but <laughs> it was fleeing, right? But when I moved, I found out like you cannot run away from your problems. I realized that I could get away with everything here. I could do more. And so I actually tampered with harder drugs and, and it got bad. And I, I, and I here's where God, the Lord steps in because I accepted Jesus as my savior when I was like four or five years old. And I prayed like, dear God, forgive me for my sins. I know I'm not perfect, but your perfect son, Jesus went to the cross for me and he died. And then he rose again. You know, I did all the prayer and I know that he's alive and he loves me. Lord, please accept me. I did that prayer as a little child, but I, and I, I was considered this little prayer warrior growing up but I really was like that prodigal son who just fled and ran away from my father because I thought that it was unfair the way I had been treated. Well, it was one day that I woke up after, um, I'm sure I was high on something and it wasn't like I hit rock bottom in regard to, whoa, I overdid it that night and it scared me. It wasn't even one of those nights. There were those nights but this wasn't one of those nights. I just happened to wake up this day and it was truly Sheila, like the scales came off my eyes and I could see clearly it was God saying to me, not, you know, audibly. So I don't want people to think um, like be open to this message if, wherever you're at, because it was, it was real. And God was like, Katie, this is not who I made you to be. And instantly I quit everything cold turkey. I went through those nights of, of sweating in my sleep and working those things out. I moved out of where I lived. I cut off all association with everybody in my life. I became a total loner. And that's when I decided to go back to school. Uh, I couldn't get into cosmetology right away. They had a wait list. So I actually joined their group health club technician program at the local Madison college, which is a tech school. And I, and I, was very obese at the time. And that's when I learned what it would it take to get healthy, but also help others be healthy. So one of the kind of jobs I have had on the side, even up until COVID of 2020, I have been teaching group health classes. So Pilates, um, Power Up, which is at a yoga studio, uh, BOSU step aerobics, cardio, kickboxing, and indoor cycling. You would never probably guess that, but that's something that I've stayed committed to 
um, since I would say my life turned around and really God came to me. He came to me. I didn't come to him. And that's usually how it is. And I'm, I'll be forever grateful. And, and I believe in my heart, you know, God is real. He loves you. And there's just power for you to step into your purpose in life through his will. And if you're listening and you're ever wondering, like, is this for real? Can this really, can I have this major change in my life? Absolutely you know, just reach out and talk to God yourself, like a normal conversation you'd have with a friend, because he's, he's right there and he's waiting for that. And please reach out to me. If you're like, Katie, I want to talk more about this, get a hold of me and we will talk through that anytime. I'd love to talk with you about it. That's a beautiful story. I, um, and you know, like I said, because if talking to you so many times, the beauty inside of you just radiates out toward everybody and i didn't want any of our listeners to know uh, or not know about your faith and how much of a part of that played into your success so now let's talk about what are you doing right now and you know what do you want to share with what you're going to be doing in the future and how you've got programs and brands that other people can contact you and help themselves become more successful. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share that. So if you have a salon with at least four stylists on your team and you really wanna help them build their best clientele, we would love for you to partner with us. Meetyourstylist.com is where you would go. And what, what the heck is this? Well. We are the ultimate marketing system for your salon. And let me explain what that means. If you think about the natural behavior of what guests go through before they come into your salon. So I'm, I've never been to your salon. I'm trying to find a salon and a stylist, you know, near me. So I'm typically going to search on maybe social media, Google, Yelp. When they do that, they are going to most often land on your website. And so if you don't know this, it's kind of fun to learn. 80% of the people visiting your website have never been to your salon. So try Googling in your area, go to Google and search, you know, hair salon near me in your area. And look what happens. You're going to pull up, you know, maybe three to five stylists that Google recommends for you to check out. My natural behavior is going to be to click through, check out the website, is do I feel like this vibe of a salon is the same as what I like? But even if it is cool, I'm going to bounce back off and go look at the other salons. Well, we don't want people to bounce off our websites when they come to us. We want them to engage with us. We want to build a relationship with them. And ultimately, we want them to convert to a client. What does that mean? That means that we want them to actually become a client. We want to get them into the salon. But here's the issue right now, if you don't have meet your stylist, they're either booking online and just guessing based on the pictures on your website and bios, like who, sh who should they come see, or they call and your front desk representative shares who they love best or who does the services they're looking to get done or, or based on availability. At the end of the day, when we look at our new client retention rates, our industry as a whole, it's less than 30%. And this is crazy. We work so hard. We spend so much to get new guests in the door. There's got to be a way 
to predict a positive outcome for their first visit before they even come in. Well, that's meet your stylist. So by having an opportunity on your website that says, discover which stylist is the best fit for you based on your hair type and personality, they're going to take your survey and they're going to get matched with the top three stylists that are the best fit for them at your salon. From there, they can book online right through their survey results. Everybody gets notified. You get a notification about the client details. You actually have a whole database of all of their information, which is huge. That's powerful. And they're going to get notified even another email that says, hey, by the way, remember, these are your three matches. So across the board, our salons are seeing a 35 to 55% conversion rate, which, which means about half the people that take your survey are going to actually come in to do business with you, which is huge. That is really the numbers are amazing. That's great data. Absolutely. So what we are ultimately doing here is predicting a positive outcome for that first guest visit, because here's the thing. If the guest comes in and it's not quite the right fit, they will not come back to your salon again. And the reason for that is they are very scared to run into the stylist they saw when they were there the first time. And not because there was some bad relationship though nothing went bad necessarily it's because outside of public speaking rejection is our biggest fear and we don't want to reject others and make them feel that way it's like when you are grocery shopping and you like see somebody you don't really click with or like oh I don't want to get sucked into a relationship or I want I just don't want to have to like fake it right now and talk to anybody you kind of avoid them and go down the different aisle like we've all done this well, salon guests just won't come back again because they don't want to have that awkward moment of potentially running into that former stylist. So we can eliminate that by giving them three matches. First off, it says, hey, our culture here is that there's more than one stylist that's a good fit for you. So they already have this freeing feeling about coming in. Secondly, they already come in trusting and excited with that stylist. No longer does the stylist have this anxiety about meeting a new guest if they're matched with them because there's nothing to prove. The guest already feels like we're matched. This is going to be awesome. And there's just an awesome experience. So kind of the saying is that you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. And really that's what we want to make sure happens for salon. So it's all about getting clients and keeping clients. That's amazing. And you know what? You're absolutely right. You know, the the guests that come in, if they're not happy, they don't want, I mean, you give them the moon. And sometimes they're very hesitant about coming back in. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They don't, they don't even know them and they don't really want to hurt their feelings. Yep. So uh, that's a huge, huge um, solution for a big problem that we all have, whether we admit it or not, we all have got that same problem so i'm quite uh interested in it and i know i, I researched it uh, when we talked about it before so is that the only brand you have that you're working on with meet your stylist is available um meet your barber and so if you have a barber shop it's the same goal it's just a little right. bit different verbiage of course right we are, we are working to launch in 2022 meet your sd which i've had you know salons who offer aesthetics 
hounding me about this, which I get it. I was like, okay, we, we got to be the best at one thing first, and then we'll, we'll divide and multiply. And then we have a really exciting initiative with the salon people out of Florida. Uh, they're loving working with us. We are loving to work with them. And we are essentially reskinning per se our software to have the meet your Aveda artist platform available for Aveda salons uh, in Florida to begin with. So if we can prove ourselves, knock it out of the park in our customer service with their community, we are hoping that will open the door to working with Aveda salons throughout the nation. And that would just be a dream come true, really just a breakthrough moment for us. So that is a part of what we have coming up, which is huge in and of itself. But we're also working on the initiative of integrating with your point of sale. So whatever salon software you use, we want our system to be able to integrate with that so that you can see your conversion rates and retention rates and average ticket spend of all your matches in real time. So that's a huge, um, that's on the docket for us for the next year and a half. So if you have a salon software that you really love, prompt them and tell them, please, to say, hey, we want to meet, integrate, we want you to integrate with me, your stylist, you know, you yes. are the voice of change and your voice holds way bigger weight than our boutique company coming to them and, and saying, hey, would you allow us to integrate? So thank you for letting me share that, Sheila. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, the one thing that I love about Intercoffure is that there are so many brilliant people in it and everybody's doing these wonderful things that makes our industry better. And being salon owners, you know, we can, um, if you're on an end like you are creating a brand, you know what we, it's not like we have to, sit down with somebody, uh, what I call a suit, that's not part of the industry and explain to them what I'm looking for in the industry uh, for my salon and my daily needs. And so uh, I just think this is a brilliant uh, concept and and everything that I hear and I uh, see about your brand is just amazing. So I applaud you. And I also, I want you to tell again how people can get in touch with you if they have any questions about the information they've heard today. Oh, thank you, Sheila. Well, you can email me directly at info, I-N-F-O, at meetyourstylist.com. And I will see that come through and you and I can begin a conversation. Otherwise, please feel free to go to meetyourstylist.com to learn all about it. And there are ways to you know try the survey for yourself or you know submit to have a demo request or contact us or even chat with us through that platform as well well katie i, I just adore you and i can't wait to see you hopefully we'll be able to get together in new york in october for the atelier and uh then also i'm going to shoot your name out put it on the facebook so everybody will know how to get in touch with you and I, again thank you so much for giving us your time today and letting us know who you are and what you're doing and we'll all be cheering for you and we'll be reaching out to you thank you sheila it's been my pleasure i just really respect you and i care so much about you and all that you are doing to help elevate salon owners and so i just appreciate you giving me this opportunity to join you Oh, my pleasure. And we will see each other again soon. And then we'll have you back on the podcast in a couple of months and just follow up with all this information that you have. Thank you.
right. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. You as well. Thank you for joining us for the ICA Podcast 9 podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for more industry insight and information. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast too and share it with your friends in the industry. Our only goal is to bring people together and share information with those that need it. Intercoiffure America Canada is proud to be the voice for salon owners. For more information about us, visit intercoiffure.com. That's intercoiffure.com.